promise, Lord, never again. But I also know that you know what a weak willed person I am. Don't regret this, Lord. I'm a wonderful person. Almighty God, give us grace that we may cast away the works of darkness and put upon us the armor of light, now in the time of this mortal life in which thy Son, Jesus Christ, came to visit us in great humility, that in the last day, when he shall come again in his glorious majesty to judge both the quick and the dead, we may rise to the life immortal through him who liveth and reigneth with thee in the Holy Ghost, one God, now and forever. Amen. Well, church, that is the prayer for the first Sunday of Advent, according to the uh, Book of Common Prayer uh, from 1662. As you know, I'm a rather large devotee of, of the 1662 Book of Common Prayer. It's actually been one of the principal resources that it has defined a lot of worship in the Western world. Uh, especially the English-speaking Western world, which is why I love it. it it's part of the reason why we're going to be following along with a lot of it over the next few months with these readings and these videos and, and all of those things. But I love this prayer. This, this prayer is the prayer that, that begins our church year. If you, if you didn't know this, the, the church year begins anew uh, on the first Sunday of Advent. It, the first Sunday of Advent is basically the Happy New Year for us. This last Sunday, Christ the King Sunday, was the last Sunday of the church year. And Advent 1 is the beginning of the church year. That's not the same everywhere. I think in the Eastern Church, uh, they consider Easter to be the beginning of the new year, uh, which, which works well. Uh, it, it deals with the notion of resurrection being the new birth in Christ, and so that begins the church year. For us, we tend to look at the incarnation uh, as, as something important, God coming to us, being for us. Uh, and actually, it used to begin back on November 11th, I think it was, uh, St. Martin's Day, uh, Martin's Mass, uh, which was just a, a week or so ago, a little bit over a week ago, 10 days ago, 11 days, whatever, I can't count. I I'm pastor. I I we don't do math. Um, <laughs> but... Uh, it was this time to, to begin the church year, to have a point in it where it's not just, okay, January 1, ta-da, right? It was a purposeful thing, whereas in the Eastern Church, it begins with resurrection. Here, with Advent 1, it begins with this time of preparation, just like we have a time of preparation in Lent. So we have this time of preparation before we hit Christmas to, to prepare for the coming of Christ. This, this adventing of Christ. And this prayer does a beautiful job of collecting those understandings. In fact, it's, it's mostly based off of the uh, readings that, that we would have if we were following the Book of Common Prayer, which I think come from like Romans 13 and Luke 21, I think. Uh, or maybe it's Matthew 20. I can't remember. Anyways. <laughs> 
But here it says, Almighty God, give us grace, grant us favor, give us this gift. Every time you see grace, think gift, think favor, think something given to you with no expectation of return. That we may cast away the works of darkness, that, that, we, may, that we may be brought into the light, put upon us the armor of light, that we may walk in the light, just like we have this, this uh, uh, scripture that is attested to Jesus as being the light that shines in the darkness, that we might be clothed with Christ. That's what we're praying for now in the time of this mortal life. So right now, in this moment, in which thy son Jesus Christ came to visit us in great humility. I love that. It begins with that first advent of Christ. It begins with his incarnation, his coming to us, coming, coming to be for us. That in the last day when he shall come again, notice that he links those two comings. That the first one of Christ coming to be for us, to be come a human being to take on flesh that he might die for the sins of the world. And then the last coming, his last advent, the great day of the Lord when he will come again. And it says here, in his glorious majesty, in all his, his regal findings, to judge both the quick and the dead, to, to make a decision over the living and the dead, almost saying to make a decision who is alive and who is dead. Who has this living faith and who is dead in their trespasses and sins still because they would like to be? We saying that, and that in the last day when he shall come again in his glorious majesty to judge both the quick and the dead, we may rise to the life immortal, that he might grant us life, asking that God would clothe us in Christ, that we might have the armor of light, which is Jesus, as we walk. In, in the darkness of this world, in this mortal life, knowing that he's already come once, that he is going to come again, that through him we might be his forever, through him who liveth and reigneth with thee in the Holy Ghost, one God, now and forever. Amen. And again, we hear that word, amen, right? May it be so. Let us pray. Almighty God, give us grace that we may cast away the works of darkness and put upon us the armor of light. Now in the time of this mortal life in which thy Son, Jesus Christ, came to visit us in great humility, that in the last day, when he shall come again in his glorious majesty to judge both the quick and the dead, we may rise to the life immortal. Through him who liveth and reigneth with thee in the Holy Ghost, one God, now and forever. Amen. Well, church. Uh, happy almost Advent. <laughs> Go in peace. Serve the Lord. We'll see you tomorrow.